ladies and gents. Elsie, hit that drip. Drop that beat, man. Drop that beat. Mm. We got a good show for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Using the microphone, you got podcasters on a podcast today. So let's do this thing. Welcome to Tuesday afternoon. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Do this thing and drop the heat. All right, but first, Elsie, will you drop the beat at about 50% volume? <laughs> all right all you business pros out there before we jump into the show just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today give us a like give us a follow subscribe drop a review help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings we'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it and if you want to be a guest on the show we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well go to www.businesspros.biz schedule your time slot don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right, everybody, we're so excited and so honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. Our guest today is all about one thing, growth. His expertise is in helping you get better at the craft of podcasting, and his mission is to help you grow as a podcaster, grow your audience, and grow your return on investment. Our guest is ever-changing and ever-evolving. The moment you try to describe him one way, he'll turn around and point you down another path. He's a man of original thoughts and unique thinking, but above all, our guest is a storyteller. He unpacks topics from unexpected directions and weaves his myriad of influences into his music, his speaking, and of course, his podcasting. As the mayor of Podcast Town, his vision is to create a town where every voice is heard, where people and brands connect, and where communication and relationships are cultivated through podcasting, coaching, and training. I hope you're excited to learn, because our guest has a lot to teach. Joining us today is the mayor of Podcast Town out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show, Elsie Flinner! Boom! Boom. Welcome to the program, man. All right, dude. I, I just gotta, I gotta ask. You're a podcaster. You've been on a lot of podcasts. Now you're on the Business Bros Show. What do you think, dude? I mean, I mean, lay it on me. Like, give me the 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 most descriptive up, down, left, right, whatever it is you're that you got shit going on. on. Yeah, shit on me if you can. <laughs> well, I mean, that introduction was fantastic. I love, I love the energy and the uh, the music. Makes me feel like uh, taking a lap. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drop down, do some push-ups. Let's do this thing. Here we go. Here we go. All right, man. Let's 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 jump into this. Uh, you know, when we first started getting into podcasting almost three years ago, your episode seven hundred and fifty. Um, it, it it originally was this whole concept. I had a I had a business coach that was telling me, or a real estate coach that was telling me, look, if you uh, want to grow your audience, if you want to have people that are coming to you on a referral basis, you should probably start a podcast. Around the same time, I was introduced to Gary V's content. He was like, you need to be a media company first, everything else second. It kind of lined up. I had no idea what podcast was going to do for me or you know how i was going to develop as a human being nothing that was my experience getting into podcast i could probably barely even spell podcast what was your experience like and why'd you get into this space 
So it, it kind of happened by accident because I, I wanted to learn more about business, but I didn't want to learn it from a book at the time. I was still in corporate and I was trying to figure out a way to escape, <laughs> to be quite honest. Um, I hated it. I didn't want to be in corporate. I had always wanted to own my own business, um, but I was I was coming up short. There was some some lacking uh, knowledge or something that I was missing that I, I couldn't get over the hump. So I had the bright idea. OK, I'll start this Internet radio station. And I'll talk business 24-7 and learn from them. And that's what I did. And I ran across an actual podcast. And long story short, I fell in love with it. I said, I think this is going to be a thing one day. And the rest is history. All right. First of all, how long ago was that? And because I know I get this from anybody I talk to about starting a podcast or, or putting out content. Did you like the sound of your voice? And did you like the way you looked on camera? Well, so I'm I'm a, a, a bit of a unicorn, right? Because my background is in music, uh, singer songwriter since I can remember. So I absolutely love the sound of my voice. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. Um, the camera, not so much, right? You know, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I'm more of an audio guy. I, I love helping people meet with moments and uh, jog, jogging memories and helping people experience the the power of sound. And so um, so me talking into a microphone um, didn't hesitate. I was like all for it. All of my passions involved two things, me talking and a microphone. So it wasn't it wasn't a, a big stretch for me. All right, cool. So, so you already had a background with the microphone. You guys are best buddies. It's all great, right? You got a you got a beautiful singing voice. Why get into podcast though? Why not go into that music space? I mean, there, yeah, you you could have been behind the microphone doing a number of things, impressions. I mean, there's a number of things you could have done. Why business? Why podcast? Well, like I said, I, I again, I've always wanted to own my own business, and so building relationships is the number one skill I think in in business, right? The the ability to um, listen more than you speak, and to learn from people, and to help people get what they want, right? Ultimately, that is what uh, has benefited my business is is really being a connector and adding value to other people. And podcasting lends itself well to all three of those things. You're building relationships, you're listening, and you're adding value to people. And when you add value to people, people add value to you. And so podcasting is um, is uniquely suited uh, to have a high, what I call ROR, which is return on relationship. And mm -hmm. again, I'm all about shaking hands and kissing babies. That's what I do. And <laughs> podcasting is a, a superb fit for that. Dude, the relationship it, it, on our on our slogan, it always says this is not just a podcast. It's a relationship building platform because it really is, man. Like you said earlier that you didn't want to like read a bunch of books and do it, do, do the education the traditional route. I can't tell you, man. It's episode 750, we've interviewed probably like 600 different entrepreneurs. Some of them have, you know, sold their companies for millions of dollars, gone public. Some of them are just small getting started. Like, you know, there's so many different people with so many different walks of life and so many different expertise that they're out here just trying to make it on their own. And then they take this 30 minute segment of the day and they come and share their wisdom with me. They tell me all the mistakes they've made. They tell me all the successes they've had. I mean, it's been one of the greatest educations I've ever come across. Uh, and it didn't cost me anything but time. What, what's been your experience like when you got into podcasting? Yeah, I, I always tell people I could literally write a book from the concepts and the theories and the experiences that that I've learned uh, just from having conversations. Um, I had a mentor one time tell me, Elsie, 
fall into your own potholes. <laughs> Don't fall into <laughs> the same potholes I fell into. And so podcasting has really um, allowed me to do that, to, to look at the potholes that other people have, have fallen into and avoid them and to create my own potholes and, and learn from them. So um, it, it's it's made me a, a better uh, a better entrepreneur because I, I can really take a bird's eye view into other um, into other industries, into other perspectives, into other mindsets, different viewpoints. And so um, it, it's really helped me to become a more well-rounded business person uh, because I've, I've been able to um, share the same space with those people who have those varied experiences. So if you're a young entrepreneur, you're you're going to get started. Maybe you don't know the exact industry. Maybe you don't know the exact skill you want to get into. Uh, how, would you recommend they start a podcast? And if so, like what area should they like talk about? Like what, what you know, I mean, it's kind of vague. Obviously, there's everybody's going to be a little bit different. But how should they go about figuring out that niche that they should be talking about on their podcast? Yeah, I think any person who is in business should have a podcast. You should either be hosting a podcast, guesting on a podcast, or sponsoring a podcast. Preferably all three. But if you're not good in front of a microphone or you just are, are to the point where you're not as comfortable, then you definitely need to be sponsoring a podcast. So I'll say that. In terms of what you should talk about or what you're, you should niche down to, I, I always tell people, you, you want it to you want to follow your passion to a point, um, but you want to do something that you love, that you can um, authentically and um, relationally talk about, even if you weren't getting paid for it, mm. uh, because those are the things that are going to carry you through when you realize in about episode and around 10 that this is a lot of work. And if I'm going to grow this thing, I actually have to do the work. It'll it'll carry you over those moments. So I would say follow your passion, the things that um, that make you angry, the things that keep you up um, and really be in, intentional about the strategy and, and the why behind your podcast. And those things will carry you when you when you realize that it's a ton of work. All right. Developing a brand, because let's face it, that's really what we're doing, right? When we're when we're creating our episodes, whether you're niching down on something maybe sports related or your passion, like you're, you're a chef and you love cooking stuff, whatever it is, making TikToks, you're creating content, you're putting stuff out there in the world. Uh, and it's it's created such an amazing thing for me. Like if you Googled my name today compared to when you Googled my name maybe three years ago, night and day, right? Three years ago, I had maybe, you know, I bought my domain name and maybe, you know, a couple search results might come in. Today, probably like six, seven, eight pages of Google shows up nothing but all the content, the podcast that I've been on, the guests that have been on my show, all kinds of stuff. The long tail effect is, is amazing. It's made me more of a brand than oftentimes I feel like I actually am, right? But it, it's, it's a strategy to help get your name out there, to give you that credibility. How do you feel about your online presence and your online credibility after producing your content? It's definitely been a, been a plus, right? So if, to your point, even if you were to go to um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search my name, all the podcasts that I've guessed on pop up or um, any music that I've done. Or, or so, so from a branding perspective, it, it really amplifies your brand and really defines it. It gives it a voice. Um, it's how I got the name the mayor. You know, I didn't give it to myself. 
it was as a result of how I show up when I'm speaking, when I'm on podcasts, when I'm at a networking event, uh, the way I come across. I come across as this serious but playful, relatable, down-to-earth person who can facilitate, put people in the way of success, and and connect people. Um, and I had a business coach once, and um, we were sitting there, we were doing a, a strategy session, and he said, out of the blue, he gets this look on his face, and he starts to stare off into space, and he looks back at me, and he's like, Elsie, you know what you are? And at this point, I'm a little worried because I don't know what he's about to say. Uh, he says, you're the mayor. You're the mayor of Podcast Town. The way you show up, the way you do business, you're the mayor. That's what that's what I'm going to start calling you. And it kind of stuck. So that just speaks to when you show up authentically, you show up as your true self. It 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 that's brandable. Authenticity is brandable and it mm -hmm. and it carries you. And podcasting really amplifies that brand. What about the practice, man? I mean, episode one of your podcast, even if you've been behind the mic, even if you've used to sing and you're comfortable, episode one compared to where you are today, there's a drastic change. Like I know my energy level now when I show up on the mic, like it's it's amazing, right? When I put these headphones on and, and I and I start the camera, I get this like extra, like the second wind, like all of a sudden my energy level gets a, just a little bit higher than it is normally, but it plays out really well on the podcast, right? And when you're listening to that audio, it's that extra energy. It's almost kind of like you know where you hear that the camera adds 10 pounds well if it's that if it's that way for energy then i must have like four or five cameras on me because i try to bring that high energy every single time uh and and it gives the audience a different experience but that's not the way it was at the beginning that's a skill that gets developed over time uh when you talk to people who are getting started how do you get them past that 10 episode that that pod fade that we talk about right to get that energy up to get that creativity up to get them to a level where they feel comfortable and all of a sudden they're being approached and being said, being told that you know what you're the mayor yeah like, you come to the show you bring some energy like that was a great conversation how do you get them to that level I think it's like you said, it, it's a it's a combination of, of, of a few things. Right. It's, it's again, showing up authentically, being yourself and being passionate. Passion is um, it's transferable and it's it's um, it's contagious. I can sense passion. Right. You can hear it in your over the speaker. And so when you when you have passion about whatever it is that you're talking about, people can hear it. They can sense it. So that will be be the number one. The other thing is is really listening to other um, podcasters that you uh, you look up to, and um, and picking out the things that they do well that match with your true authentic self, and then finally practicing, you know, working on it because podcasting it uh, you know is a skill. And it's something that the more you do it, the better you get at it. And it's about finding your voice and finding that thing that makes you unique to you and, and then doubling down on it, doing more of it and getting better and better incrementally every time you do an episode. Dude, hundred percent. Let, let's talk a little bit about audience building. So when I first started, uh, maybe you know, and we did, we we decided we we're gonna do a show every day, Monday through Friday. We do we do an episode, and the, the concept was simple. I thought, you know what? Who's the best podcaster out there? Who's the biggest name? It was Joe Rogan, right? And I was like, well, at the time he had like a thousand episodes, just over a thousand episodes. I was like, okay, cool. So if I can get to a thousand, then I'll be as good. I'll I'll have a large audience like his. I just gotta get to a thousand. That's all I gotta do, right? But the first 50, 60, 70, 80 episodes, I think it was only like my mom listened. Like she was the only one that was there. And to some people that could be very discouraging. But in hindsight, it was actually really good because I was not 
very good at the beginning, right? So how do we how, how do we start to develop uh, an audience? How do we start to figure out that voice that we have, the 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 ideal avatar that we're talking to, so that we can start to grow our audience? Because ultimately, that's what people want to do, right? They want to grow an audience. Yeah, I, I think it's important to to understand that an audience is one person. Right. So once you figure it out and it will take time when you're first starting, you're not going to know. You can plan for five years and you still won't know until, you know, it's just one of those things that it's iterative and it takes time. But once you do know and once you do figure out, okay, this is the person that I'm talking to, you just multiply it. Then you talk to two people and then you talk to three people. But in the, the in the whole process, you're you're speaking to that one person, that one message, that one voice, and it'll amplify. When people are are getting value, they tend to spread the word about it, right? They they tend to tell their friends about it, the people who are like them, who hang out with them, who are online in the same spaces that they're in. So once you figure out that one, um, that one person, that one message, that one voice. It's just a matter of amplifying that and, and again, iteratively getting better at honing in that voice and speaking to that person. Okay, let's let's get into some of that nitty gritty then. Okay, we're identifying that that person that we're talking to. And I'll be honest, when we first started, I was like, you know what? I'm going to sell a bunch of houses. I'm going to create this podcast. I'm going to talk to to people and, and I'm going to build an audience and that I'm going to make my money from selling real estate. And uh, once I started interviewing, I started interviewing real estate agents. And then I realized real quick that the people listening to the show are probably going to sell their own houses or buy their own houses, right? It didn't quite pan out the right way. Uh, so I had to kind of pivot and shift. And I, and I started mixing myself up in this thought process of grow the audience, monetize the audience, grow the audience, monetize the audience. And it kind of started to take away from my own ultimate message. I felt like I started to become uh, like I was just trying to sell stuff the whole time when, when, uh, you're getting into the podcast, when you start talking about developing an audience, when should I start looking at monetizing? And is there a way that I can do that? That is not going to take away from my show. That is a really great question. <clears throat> I think it, it it's different for everybody. It depends on, on number one, who's listening. Um, if, if it's a, for example, a lifestyle podcast and you're talking about, um, camping trips in Wyoming, for example, you you might weave in host red ads that don't really sound like host red ads of products and services that you yourself have tried. Right, podcasting podcasters are very um, very uh, relationship driven, and they can tell when you're bsing, and we don't like that. Mm -hmm. So if I know that um, you're you've tried the product, you like it, and you mentioned, hey last weekend took a camping trip used this camper it was great it was awesome um link is in the show notes i'm as a listener i'm more likely to go to the show notes click on it and check that out versus a um a hard sell mm. if it's a if it's a more commercial brand they really don't mind the advertiser advertising in fact um studies have shown that they're more than okay with it. So I think it's, 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 again, it's a, it's a matter of understanding your audience, your listener and what they like, what they don't like, what they, what they will stand, what they won't stand, and then serving them value. Cause even in an ad, it's giving value is, it's telling them about a product and a, or a service that's going to make their life easier, better, or more convenient. So I think if, if you approach it from that perspective, then it won't feel like you're selling, 
It'll it'll feel like you're uh, two friends at a bar and you're telling them, hey, this uh, this beer is fantastic. You should try it versus, hey, try this new beer from XYZ company. So it's a different it's a different approach. But I think when it's done well, um, you'll get high, high yield of results. You're sharing versus selling, right? You're sharing information, you're sharing an experience, you're sharing your results. Uh, and then if anybody wants to come on board, then here's the information in the show notes. So then what about, you know, uh, trying to avoid burnout per se, right? Uh, when we talked about pod fade, we, we, you said that you mentioned the number 10 episodes, it gets a little bit tough. Uh, you, I used to do this uh, presentation before COVID uh, to help people start their podcasts. And the number I, we used to use was half a million podcasts and half of those have 12 episodes or less. Now that's changed since, uh, you know, post COVID that a lot more podcasts started since then. Yep. But the, the whole concept was pretty simple. It's you run out of things to say or you know, life gets in the way, you forget to go and actually record your stuff. You know, I, I want to make sure that people, when they start something, they're able to finish it. So we're the crazies who went five days, you know, a week that we're going to post an episode, but is there too much or is there too little to the amount of content that we're creating when it comes to doing a podcast? Well, first of all, hats off because that's a lot, uh, <laughs> five days a week. Yes. Um, I, I don't think is necessarily too much. I would say again, you, you have to know what works for you. For me, um, I typically will, will record my episodes in batches. Um, and I once did five in the day. And I quickly realized that my max was four. Once I got <laughs> to the fourth you know, episode, I mean, I was engaged. But in the back of my mind, okay, maybe in the middle. Okay, maybe in the front. I was like, <laughs> I don't really care what this person is saying. I just want to be done with this. And so I knew I know that okay, three, four is my max. So I'll do three, maybe four at, at a time. And then I know, okay, that's it. I, I can't do more than that. So it's really just a matter of understanding what you can do efficiently and effectively and um and listening to and listening to your your inner uh podcaster when it tells you hey you should not do this you shouldn't do this um so some people they can they can rock it out and do five ep episodes a, a week some people there's no way that they will be able to do that so i think you just have to be honest with yourself taking your business your your goals in mind and and then kind of working backwards from there Oh man, uh, it's it's funny that you said that. You're like three or four. You're like thinking, no, this is not for me. The other day, uh, I was at James's house and we were talking about things that he wants to do for his show, right? Because he has a different show, uh, completely different audience, completely different niche, and it's doing really well. Like we, I was I was impressed. I was like, dude, last week you had a thousand downloads. That's great for just starting. He's not even to a hundred episodes yet, right? And he's he's got a thousand downloads in a week. I was like, that's super impressive. Uh, and I was like, dude, you should do this and you should do this. And he looked at me real quick and he was like man he's like you know what you're really good at he's like you're really good at turning fun stuff into work like <laughs> i mean like but and for me that's that is one of my strengths like if you have a passion and you you legitimately want to turn it into a business you need to come talk to me because i'm ready to ruin your fun and turn it into something that's profit producing right uh, uh, but at the same time knowing those limits and understanding when you know if you're doing a podcast and yes it could be part of your overall marketing strategy for your business you have to be visible you have to be able to show up on a regular basis otherwise you're not going to be there for your clients because they're not going to know you exist. But 
can you, you know, when you're talking about overdoing it, is there other things that you can do in this podcast space or in your business space that's related to the content so that maybe you're burnt out of being behind the microphone, but you can shift your attention to something else that's going to keep you in that positive direction? For sure. And, and as I alluded to earlier, I think if you're if you're in business, you should either you should be hosting a show, you should be guesting on shows and you should be sponsoring shows. And in all three of those situations, you should be taking that content and repurposing it into tweets, into graphics, into um, what what I call audio snippets, audiograms, as much as you can humanly think of taking that content and squeezing it like it's the last orange in your uh, refrigerator until there is literally nothing left in that in that uh, of that content and and repeat rinse and repeat squeeze 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 that content repurpose it share it in different spaces in different formats right um sharing on linkedin should look different than sharing on Facebook, should look different than TikTok, should look different on Twitter. So th there's there's always opportunities to take uh, maybe the same quote even, add a different graphic to it or create a longer form for, for LinkedIn. So um, so I would say, again, you, you're hosting a show, you're guesting on shows, you're sponsoring shows, and you're taking all the content out of all three of those spaces and you're literally squeezing it like you're, uh, you're making orange juice in your, your, your kitchen. All right, we've hit a couple different things. We talked about being uncomfortable, uncomfortable with the camera and the audio. We've talked about pod fade. We've talked about different things that you can do that are not behind the microphone that can help grow your podcast. Uh, let's let's uh, step over to this last hurdle here: equipment. How do I get my show out to the masses? How do I syndicate? How do I get it on YouTube? How do I get it on Facebook? How do I create the video? How do I create the audio? What equipment should I use? Ah! There's all kinds of stuff, right? <laughs> what's the what's the simplest solution, uh, at least today, that you've come across to help them? Like, what do you need to get started so that you can at least start taking those first steps? Yeah, I, I have this saying that I that I share with my son. I, I'll ask him, you know, uh, how do you eat an elephant? And the first time I asked him the question, he he looks at me like, Dad, are you are you crazy? You can't eat an elephant; they're too big. Um, but the answer is you you do it one bite at a time. And so I always tell people you you want to start with the end in mind. Uh, because it's going to depend, right? If, if you're a, a, a corporation and you have a budget to get a Rodecaster Pro and a SMB7 and all the all the high-end stuff, then maybe that works with your goal. But if you're um, just starting out, you can get an Audio-Technica ATR2200, 20, uh, plug it into your uh, your laptop, and there you go. So so I think it depends on your, your budget and your goals. Um, but the more important uh, thing is making sure that you know how to use what you do have. You know, you can use Audacity. Works great. Used it for years. It's free. <laughs> you yes. know, and again, the the uh, the ATRs are a hundred bucks, so you can get an ATR, pop um, Audacity in there, and there you go. I would spend my time and um, really energy on strategy, on preparation on developing the those harder skills like um, asking great questions uh, research um, how to control the flow of a conversation things like that that don't cost you anything except time and uh, in the long run I think those things are more important than the the, the specific equipment because it, it's not going to be as good as it's going to be when you're starting um, and that's what I always tell people and uh, I've had people say well what are you Elsie, are you saying that I suck? 
No, yes. I'm just saying that no, tell them where yes. you start <laughs> is not where you're going to finish, right? Yeah, you're absolutely it's, right. It's true. You know, it, when I listened to my first episode, it was it rained and it was an internet and we were live, internet radio station. So I needed power. It rained. The power went out. There was a thunderstorm and we were going to live in three minutes. <laughs> the audio quality was terrible. I was not a very good host. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But hopefully now I'm a little bit better and I know more about um, how to engage an audience, how to carry a conversation, those things. The equipment is, is it's just it, it's almost a side effect, right? It's really more about the, the software skills and getting better at the craft than what equipment you use. You're a lot nicer because I would have straight called him. I was like, yes, <laughs> you suck the first episode. It's going to be horrible. You're not going to like it. Post it. Do not delete it. Right? Well, like, well, and then well, show up and do it again. Well, that's why they call me the mayor. I have to be diplomatic. <laughs> that works. That works. Look, earbuds like this, your cell phone, like that's all you really need to get started. And like, like Elsie was saying, you're going to get better. You're, you're at the beginning. You're just going to suck. You're going to be thinking so much about where do I plug this in? Did I hit the record button over there? Am I, is it in the right file? Is it, how come the sounds only on one ear? Like there's so many things that come up when you're starting to, you know, for me, it's just start. If you wait to be perfect, there's no such thing as perfection. You can strive for perfection, but there's no such thing. Even to this day, I mean, there's times where I'll hit buttons and, you know, I have no idea. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Exactly. Right. And then I, I don't know. I make mistakes. I hit the end button too early. Like those things happen. All right. Uh, last thing is, is receiving criticism, like taking compliments, but also receiving criticism. And it's okay. That's going to happen. There, there's stuff that happens in your comments. There's going to be trolls. There's going to be people who will critique you. In my opinion, you're, you're finally doing it right when you do have some of that negative feedback. So I'm going to ask Elsie, Elsie, we're at the end of the show. So two things. One, if people want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? And then two, give me some feedback and some critique. Maybe it's all good if you want to be diplomatic, but feel free to you know lay it on me. Tell me what you thought of the show, the podcast itself. Uh, and uh, yeah, like, I want to hear it. I want to hear from experienced podcaster. Got it. So the best way to reach me is via email, uh, mayor at podcasttown.net. And feedback I have is all good, man. I, I think you're fantastic. I love the presentation. I love the energy. I love the questions. I can tell that you've been doing it a while. So it's always refreshing to uh, to uh, be on a show where the, uh, the the host is fantastic and engaging and energetic and asks great questions. So I don't, I don't have any critiques. The only the only critique is I wish I had more time to talk with you. But other than that, it's all good, man. Oh, man. Well, we can always schedule a part two. Part two is, oh, I'm always down, man. Like, again, yeah, you know, what, what you what you described today and what, what we basically walk through, that's the path that you have to do, not just with podcasting, but pretty much anything that you step into. Uh, I'm, I'm literally working with uh, Billy Gina's marketing and I'm going through a certification course and I'm learning a lot when it comes to advertising and marketing because that's what we do here on the show. So I, I go to a mentor. I go to somebody who's succeeding at a high level. I take out my wallet. I pay for the help and I learn from those people who are already doing it because I'm not going to go to somebody who's never done it before and try to take their advice. I'm going to go to somebody who's in the trenches right now, who's actually doing the work that I want done and I'm going to learn from them. And Elsie is one of those people like literally just doing the damn thing, right? We're showing up every 
every single day to do what we do. And he's showing you how to take a step forward. He's showing you how to step over your own ego, your own uh, objections, the own hurdles that are going to come your way. And I know he won't tell you, but I'll tell you, you're going to suck. It's just <laughs> part of how it works. But the good thing is every day that you show up, you're getting that much better. And you're going to look back after 10, 20, 30 episodes, and you're going to do the same thing I do all the time. You're going to say, don't listen to episode number one. It wasn't my best stuff. But today, I'm ready to rock the show. Right, LZ? That is absolutely correct. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Is, you, is there anything that I may not have asked that you wish I would have asked you? Um, I don't think so. I think um, you you covered it, man. You are a um, a pro, so no, not, nothing that no stone was left unturned. All right, do me a favor then. Hit that outro music, dude. Let's do this thing. We didn't even get to play with the soundboards very much. I'm telling you, you can take your podcast to the next level. Hit it, LZ. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents. We're going to exit today's show. Elsie, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your insight and your experience uh, and not holding back for anything. Ladies and gents, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. It's Wednesday hump day. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.